We are back with Do the Woo. This is Bob WP, episode 57. Well, my co-host is still hanging around. He's he's, nope. he's my long long term or long time, I guess, co-host, I should say, Brad Williams. Hey Brad, how you doing? Doing well. How are you, Bob? I'm doing good. We're you know, we're just getting through another week here in the United States. So um that's you know, what can we say? Yep, weather's getting nicer. It's uh definitely looking like summer out here. Um obviously a little different than years past, but uh, always uh be very welcoming to some nice weather. So the sun's been shining a lot. It's been it's been really nice. Yep, same here. We're getting the sun up here in the Pacific Northwest, as opposed to what everyone thinks, rain. We've had quite a bit of sun lately. So, well, before I dive into the show, I uh, would like to thank our sponsors, WooCommerce.com, our community sponsor, uh, Recapture.io, an abandoned cart and email marketing solution, and WP Activity Log, a comprehensive activity log of the changes that shop managers and customers do on your store. You'll be learning more about all three of these later on in the show, but let's move right in. I have a very special guest, longtime friend, active WooCommerce community member, Robert Wendish. How are you doing today, Robert? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm glad to be here with this nice weather and um, to just like enjoy the enjoy you both before the big European WordPress thing starts. So like I'm I'm happy to be here. Cool. Like I'm try, I'm try to get to every podcast of you, Bob. Oh, <laughs> yeah. good luck. So he's yeah. only on like fifteen of them. <laughs> you know, and I really wish you're on video because Robert, one of the things you're known for, your uh, is your hat with all your cool buttons and pins and WordPress and Wapoos. And I I've I know I've seen you at a number of conferences. Um, we've spoke at a few, and I always. You always stand out. I always like people that have something that kind of brands them and they stick out and you immediately say, I recognize that hat. And Robert's very well known for his hat. So uh, you have to check out the picture on the post if, if you're not familiar with it. But I always like looking at the different pins and buttons you have. Yeah. So we'll all close our eyes for a moment and visualize Robert's hat. Yeah. Okay. Everybody do that. Okay. That time's over with. And there's wow. something a couple the the two bald guys on the show could probably learn from that. Yeah. I mean, Bob, maybe you and I should start wearing hats more often. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, yeah. But Bob, you are a brand of yourself. So you don't, you don't need anything like adding to you. You are like Bob. Everyone like, if he if this person is doing e-commerce in WordPress, then they probably need to know you or know you already. And what's your business card say? Just search Bob WP. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It makes You'll it easy, me. you know. So what can I say? You'll find from me. the days past of uh, business cards packed with stuff. This is uh, it was very refreshing. So Robert, we're gonna kind of take this. Uh, two-pronged. Uh, first, I want to kind of hear a bit about what Robert's doing in Wu, how he got there, but then we're going to be talking about a mentor program through WooCommerce.com. But before we do, I always ask, how do you do the Wu, Robert? What do you do in the WooCommerce space? So um, currently, um, I'm in a WordPress WooCommerce agency. We are like enterprise, enter, enterprise level uh, clients all over the world with big brands. And uh, we do um, at the same time doing like enterprise uh, projects in WordPress WooCommerce. We also have products, so multilingual press, one stock, and all different uh, tools to help like store owners to do multilingual, multi stock 
things with WordPress and WooCommerce. Excellent. And that, that it's a very cool um, plugin that you definitely got to check out. So, so the journey to Woo, how did, what did that um, in, entail as far as getting from wherever you were to Woo? Uh, it started with a thing called Jigo Shop, if you heard about that. Um, so um, we were um, back in 2012. We um, looked at the e-commerce uh, world and said, okay, there um, we need a, a better e-commerce solution in WordPress. And all the solutions that were already there did not really uh, comply with German law. So, you know, like the weird one and the like more... Uh, um, uh, uh, privacy focused ones um, so we like s looked at several plugins and uh, we finally um, settled on WooCommerce like it was right at the time with the Jigo shop uh, a WooCommerce um, 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 fork so um, we started a plugin called uh, WooCommerce German Market which, which was the first thing that helped you do a, a legal compliant legal uh, shop in uh, in the German market so that's why we we started with that. Did uh, our own um, um, e-commerce store to sell like WooCommerce themes, like what you normally do at 2013. And and so we do we did that, and then we evolved from that. But we had an agency business before that, so we just like uh, merged, migrated out of the agency business into into the product world where we currently still are. You know, it's funny, Bob, because we've had a number of recent guests that have you know, somehow figured out this client services product space, which I always say is like the kind of a unicorn and it's a little bit hard to, hard to navigate sometimes. But, um, you know, what I'd really like to hear you, you kind of touched on, which are, um, you know, we have Bob and I obviously are both in the U S um, and, and you're overseas in Europe. Um, and European laws are certainly a, a more progressive, especially around data privacy, things like that. So there's a lot of, um, um, you know, differences between a store set up in Europe and Germany, uh, you know, whatever country versus a store set up in the U.S. and a lot of other considerations. And some of those things are starting to bleed over, like the GDPR, you know, the data protection that while it pertains to EU citizens, um, it's so kind of overarching that it really does affect all online stores. But maybe you could touch on some of those differences, some maybe some of the challenges that they present. It sounds like early on, those were definitely critical factors going back to Jigo shop pre pre WooCommerce um, and maybe some of the the solutions that you found or how you've, how you've been able to work, you know, past those to, to use WooCommerce to, you know, power stores. Yeah. The, the, the main thing was we, at the first, at the, at the starting phase, we had like many conversations on GitHub with people from Woo because we said, yeah, we need this hook. We need here a hook. We need there a hook. We need like things needs to change because we, we were like interacting like, uh, uh, just like to give you like some saddening stuff, we needed to do an extra site after you check out to simply have a site where you see all things you are ordering to have a like a final, like, are you sure you want to sell? Like, you know, everything what, what breaks like a conversion like that. Um, and, uh, it's, um, in, in terms of like the, the, the normal privacy stuff, it's all about consent. And the, the differences between US and Europe to simply like boil that down as like, like broad as possible is, um, that in Europe, it is that, um, you as a store owner need to like make sure that the user is not surprised by anything. So that, that a user, if they normally have no clue about technology, they should not be surprised by anything that a store does. 
And in in the US, I was uh, um, at a meetup um, a few weeks ago, and there was a question like, uh, I want to do an event calendar on my page. And the answer was, just include Google Calendar. And I was like, I'm so like envy. I envy you because you can simply add a Google Calendar and that's the not a possibility in Europe because like who is who is owning the data? Does the user know when they access the site that their data is transferred to a, a region where they have no real control over it? So that's uh, all these like private stuff. I know it's kind of like boring to people, but um, that is the um, that is the difference. And uh, I know that uh, uh, it's starting in California with the CPAA or something like that, with the uh, California uh, Privacy Act, that um, something is also happening in the US and um, that you are, um, that some of the GDPR stuff is um, also like getting like, the foot on the US soil to um, reshape the way of uh, companies deal with data. And yeah, so that's it's boils down to consent and don't surprise yeah. anyone. So, yeah, that's the California Consumer Privacy Act you mentioned, the CCPA, which I'm sure most of our listeners hopefully have heard of at this point. But I really like, I, I mean, the, the the things that we're seeing now, especially from the GDPR, cookie consent, things like that. While it's new newer to us in the states, generally speaking, but it's been that's been happening overseas for a long, long time. That's not. That's not anything new. Now it's it's starting to basically present itself on almost every website you visit, regardless of if you're in Europe or the states or wherever. Um, you know, you get these cookie compliances, opt in. Uh, but honestly, I'm a big proponent of you know really owning your data. Um, I think as many of us are in open source space, and I'm really glad that these things you know, that Europe is kind of pushing the envelope in those areas because it's it's bringing the it's forcing the conversation here in the United States and forcing people to take action because the U S is way behind on data privacy and protection laws. Um, and at the end of the day, like if we're giving data, you know, our personal data to a website, we should know what they're doing with it. We should know what they have. We should be allowed to say, I don't want you to have that. Um, and I think far too long people have not realized one probably haven't realized that's happening or maybe the extent that it's happening. And this has kind of shed a light on it. So, um, while it does seem like a minor annoyance, I think the bigger, you know, goal of really understanding what data you're sharing and when um, is one that I would hope anybody that gets on the internet can get behind. Um, so it's been, it's been, you know, from my perspective, being in the U.S. and running stores and setting up stores like that, it's been a, uh, it's actually been a breath of fresh air because it lets us have those conversations easier with our clients on why we should be sensitive about the things we're collecting and need to be thoughtful about what we're collecting, how we're collecting it, how people can opt in, how they can opt out those type of things that before were, were harder to have those conversations around because they didn't really care. Yeah. And I just want to mention that if you don't know what we're talking about, as far as the new privacy law in California is just listen to last week's show, which is episode 56. I had, um, Donata from Termageddon on. And one of the topics she talked about was that because of their product and creating privacy policies. So you might want to tune into that. Well, let's move right into, I know we could probably go off on a tangent in that particular space, but I think I'd like to move on to this mentor program with bluecommerce.com. And I'm going to play a bit of ignorance. I know some of it, but I don't know a lot of what's going on. I know that this is kind of new to Brad. So Robert, why don't you tell Brad and I what is going on with this new mentor program and how it has evolved and what's available for people? 
Yeah. So the the basic thing was um, a few like you have a there is a new community uh, community um, um, wrangler. It's a it's a title, uh, Jonathan. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you heard about him. He's a co-host at your show, so uh, he's the community wrangler for for WooCommerce, and um, he started um, a long time ago uh, at the at the Slack uh, in at the community Slack of, of WooCommerce, asking people if they want to help um, nourish the community because his goal uh, simply as a as a like growth target was to get a uh, hundred active WooCommerce meetups. And at that time there was a, like a kind of like um, you could say like 20 ish uh, meetups were active in the WooCommerce space, like pre Corona, like we're talking about like normal time and just like have that as a reflection to the almost 900 WordPress meetups. So you see like uh, the possibility of growth in there. So um so his goal was, um, um, and that's like we helping him with that, uh, is to grow the meetup space of WooCommerce to help the local communities, if they are interested in e-commerce, WooCommerce, to help them uh, have a base, have like a meetup.com account, have a have a Zoom account if they need one, to have that uh, set up for them and to help them with topics, with like mentorship, like we know that from the from the WordPress space, like you have the community team, and just uh, see that as a as a starting point in WooCommerce. Before that, it was not really like embraced like Jonathan uh, uh, did. So it's now like really uh, our question as community mentors is how can we help the local communities succeed? How can we make sure they get everything they need? How can they like? If they struggle with something in the WooCommerce space, they now have a backline back to the project. So they don't need to like attend like community meetups. They can, but they don't need to do that. They can simply raise their voice to, uh, to the community mentors in different regions. And we get that back to the project. And so we have a, a way easier uh, connection to the normal uh, end users or the, the normal meetup organizers and users of a meetup. This episode is brought to you by WP Activity Log, formerly WP Security Audit Log. Now this is something all store owners need to do. Stay on top of things with a detailed log of all store and product changes. There are comprehensive activity logs that you can use with WooCommerce keeps you on top of what is going on with your shop managers and your team. You'll be able to monitor and record when they make changes to products, orders, and coupons. And notably, it will help you with your store compliances. They make it easy to troubleshoot when there is something going on. In fact, you'll be able to configure emails and instant SMS notifications to get alerted of critical changes. Now, want to go a step further? You'll see who's logged in and what changes are being made in real time. And if needed, you can manage, limit, block, and even terminate any user sessions. This is perfect for membership or subscription sites as it can help you control limitations on single user access. There's a number of reports you can generate from the activity logs and you're able to use the search and filters for troubleshooting. In a nutshell, stay on top of it all. What is going on, where and when? No better way to manage your WooCommerce store. You can check them out at wpactivitylog.com and click on the Activity Log for WooCommerce. 
Now let's head on back to the show. So essentially, it sounds like this is getting more people active in the community. Yeah. How did this all evolve? So, so it started with um, um, with Anna and Jonathan as the as the people. Anna is uh, uh, um, responsible for the for the WooCommerce community and helps Jonathan to do all these nitty gritty things to organize all these like different people. And it started with um, there was a call for like um, volunteers and. Um, so five people from different regions answered for the mentorship program. The other one is the community on Facebook. So we now have someone um, in the Asian market, someone in the Indian market, Africa, Europe, hi, and uh, the US, and uh, for the uh, for the Spanish for the Spanish community. So you have like so the the, the base was to have a very small team as a starting point to see like. Um, what do, what are the uh, um what are the things we need to settle what are the processes we need need to get in place so that you do not start with like 50 people at this mentorship team so that we that you start with a smaller team and our like uh, role is for the like regional people to reach out to everyone in this region that already had a WooCommerce meetup and this WooCommerce meetup is not not working or everything like uh, um um like helping them succeed and the other thing is that we proactively also reach out to the WooCommerce, uh, to the WordPress meetups, because like, as you maybe heard, there are WordPress meetups also doing WooCommerce. And the uh, mission of WooCommerce is to democratize commerce. So we are not really, um, like, uh, um, um, solely uh, doing like everything needs to be uh, WooCommerce because we are like broader. We are need to, we need to help, can help people succeed in e-commerce. So that's why we uh, are the like go-to person for them if they struggle on something, so that we can help them do their meetup. That's pretty cool. And Bob, I think they have a WooCommerce meetup out out in the Seattle area. Is that right? Yeah, we we kind of took a break. Uh, I, I lost my partner, so we took a kind of almost a year or two break, and then we started it. Or I had planned on starting it up because I was one of the co. Um, co-organizers and by the time I got serious of starting it up everything kind of hit the fan more or less and so I had to step back and see what we were doing with meetups and I've actually had um, two of them so far online and it's been very interesting going from in person to online and I'm still trying to wrap my brain around exactly how I want to continue it and I've had some conversations with different people just hearing because we've really focused it it used to be more developer centric and now we're focusing it more on users and beginners and these people are coming to it and they're basically sitting there saying I've never used WooCommerce I'm just here to start hearing about it so that mm -hmm. is where it's leading me as far as how do I move ahead with this? How can I do it in a way that's going to be most useful? Because our last meetup was a Q&A, which is really nice in theory, but it can be very, um, well, it's like, you know, opening up a Q&A on WooCommerce is like, yeah, literally open a, up a large can of worms on amphetamines i mean it's like you know it's just they're flying all di different directions because everybody has different needs so so there's some some things to rethink as far as moving ahead with it 
but um yeah it's it and people are are loving the online experience i mean uh, there's a lot of people that have said to me that they just couldn't make it in person so it'll be interesting to see how the future of meetups and i know we're going to be having somebody talking more about the meetups in a uh, uh Oh, I don't know, three weeks or so. But um, but yeah, the mentor program. One of the things I wanted to ask you, Robert, is I went to I, I, I tell us a little bit. I went to the Facebook, uh, the WooCommerce official Facebook page. Yeah. And it came up asking me about the mentorship program. So how does that page play into this or what what's its role as far as the mentorship program? Yeah, that's a two different things. So they are organized by, by the same people, but, um, we as the mentorship team, um, for example, I am, uh, I'm a user at, at the, at the Facebook group, but I'm not really actively using it, uh, because my focus is on the European communities of, 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 uh, WooCommerce and they are not really using like, um, uh, meet, uh, Facebook and wh when they are using something that's in their local language. So that's why uh, we have a, like a, a different different thing using. But for the for the global audience, it's a it's a way to introduce like because what what we do also is to help people understand everyone can start a meetup. So if anyone listening to that and uh, and you are in some region of the world, because I know Bob's podcast is heard anywhere in the world. So if you are interested in in uh, in in starting a, a WooCommerce meetup, simply reach out to the to the WooCommerce.com site, and someone from your region, let's call it the, the greater region, right now, uh, um, will connect to you and will help you set up your your stuff. Will help you with content. We are currently, for example, for for um, for Germany, we are doing like a a speaker list of like all topics people can do at at because like people did. WooCommerce talks at several meetups. So we are, because everything is online right now, we are just like bundling all German speaking stuff together. We're doing, and we're using that maybe as a, as a blueprint for other languages in Europe to help them um, select like talks and select speakers. So we are just like uh, building up things to help the local communities. I love it. I know. Um, so if you can believe this, I, uh, 10 years ago this month is when we started the Philadelphia meetup group, WordPress meetup group. Um, so we're actually celebrating our 10 year anniversary. And um, I think back to when, you know, I first started it, um, I reached out to um, Doug Stewart, who's a local uh, guy in the area, which I had just moved to this area. So I didn't know a lot of people, but I knew him through WordPress and asked if he would like to help. Um, and he said, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, having just any kind of help to kind of navigate, like how best to run a meetup or bounce ideas off of, or even just like you said, topic ideas or, or whatever is, is insanely helpful because back then we were just kind of like, we didn't really know what we were doing and there was nobody to talk to. And we just started kind of getting together with loose topics and then started getting speakers and just kept it rolling. And, you know, now we're one of the larger, larger groups in terms of membership in the U S and, and we're still going strong, you know, now we're remote like everybody is, but, um, you know, I, I can definitely see that value there because to your point, Bob, about, Woo, you know, WooCommerce um, and how topics could be all over the place. That's the exact same situation with WordPress. You think about the WordPress user just in general. 
I mean, there's a massive range of users out there, right? From just people playing around with it on a basic blog just for fun to like enterprises like you work with, Robert, and I work with, you know, running this software. So and everything in between that you can imagine. So trying to figure out topics that are going to be interesting to everybody is a challenge. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean a topic has to be interest, interesting to everybody, but you need people to bounce those ideas off of. So I, I think it's a great move. Like we do not have a, a WooCommerce uh, meetup yet group in our area, but I think something like this could help jumpstart that because it gives, it gives, it gives some support and help to, if there is interest, enough interest to do that. We have certainly talked about WooCommerce at our meetup, but it's not, um, only WooCommerce. You could, that's the, that's the idea. So, um, just imagine you would have a, now, um, a WooCommerce meetup in your region, uh, done by your team also. So, um, so because we had this, uh, with, a with, a like, a Uh, often uh, um, uh, WooCommerce meetup in in our like the biggest the biggest region in 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 Germany and uh, they had an often WooCommerce meetup but their WordPress meetup at, in the same city did WooCommerce talks so the idea now is to um, like cross post the um, the WooCommerce meetups in also in the WooCommerce group and then when this takes off you can do special e-commerce like uh, meetups only in the WooCommerce group because like normal people are um like a normal sorry normal not shop people wordpress people are not really like 100% interested in the all the depths of like optimizing a store if they are not having one and we 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 all know like there couldn't be there can be some depths into e-commerce optimizing that a normal person is not really interested in so the idea is really like if you have a, a active WordPress meetup in your area, you could easily get a like a free WooCommerce meetup because the, Word, the WooCommerce community does the same as the WordPress community. We have a chapter account and we can simply enable you to have a to have a WooCommerce meetup and then you can simply cross post that and you can build a completely maybe a completely different community over there. Because you have people who are interested in WooCommerce and they maybe have no clue that they need WordPress or they're not interested in WordPress because they're only interested in WooCommerce. Yeah, no, it's smart. There's clearly overlap too, so you can help grow that. If you have an established meetup group, that can definitely help jumpstart it for sure. And I thought of from this last meetup when I was especially listening to the um, beginners and the users that were attending it that and this addresses what you were talking about, Brad, too, is that I, I decided at some point I can't worry about a topic that is of interest to all these people because as I talked to them, they were talking about booking and online courses and somebody went off on shipping. And I, I thought, okay, I'm just going to find topics to talk about specifically. And then the people that need to talk about that can come. And whether those are five people or 25 people, You know, the interest level, I'm not going to worry about how many because it, it needs to really be focused and the conversation going, you know, within that topic. And even those topics in themselves are very broad, which could go in a lot of different directions. But but that's something I'm learning just because I've been like, Brad, I think our meetup in Seattle started 10 years ago, too. I think it was in 2010. That was about the time I started started it and i've seen it evolve and change the wordpress meetup over the years and it, it, it is really interesting to see the direction of it and and something like this having topics available uh yeah because they're they're constantly struggling and sometimes it's struggling getting people to come and talk about this stuff 
you know, just finding those right people for those topics. So uh, I think that's going to be a great resource. So, uh, yeah, so this is essentially this is kind of a meetup mentorship program. Would you call it that, Robert? Exactly. Okay, very cool. Well, I, I definitely going to, you know, help get that out, make sure people know about it. We're going to be, I know, having um, somebody on, I believe Sandy will be coming on in a yeah. few weeks talking more about the meetups, kind of what's going on in the general meetup area. But uh, definitely, um, you know, if you want to start a, a meetup, find one of these mentors and, and hash it out because sometimes starting on your own can be just mind boggling and you don't know where to where to begin. This episode is brought to you by Recapture Abandoned Cart Recovery and Email Marketing for WooCommerce. Anyone who runs a Woo shop knows how frustrating abandoned carts are. And getting them back with Recapture is easy and setup takes less than five minutes. With their ready-to-use emails, you can take them out of the box and start working for you right away. You'll save time having to start from scratch. Abandoned cart emails are managed for you automatically as the email service runs outside of your store, ensuring the best delivery to your customers. Their easy-to-read analytics reports will help you to monitor your cart recovery. And what's really cool is that you can watch what is happening live on your store with Recapture's live cart feed. The plugin is highly optimized, so you don't have to worry about it slowing down your site. And their guarantee of email delivery, traffic increase loads, and support make it a valuable investment compared to all those free plugins out there. From what I hear, if you sign up, you'll be joining thousands of merchants who have already recovered over $115 million. Make sure and check them out. And as a listener, get 60 days free with Recapture. Just go to recapture.io forward slash do the woo dash special. And now back to our conversation. One of the things we wanted to talk about, and I'm glad Brad brought this up because, of course, my brain has been totally shot today, obviously, uh, is a new release of WooCommerce blocks and what came out there. And I'm going to let Brad lead this off. Yeah, you know me, Bob, bringing the important news tidbits (laughs) to the show, as I like to do. But um, yeah, so WooCommerce blocks 2.6 was actually just released last week. And the the real notable, there's actually quite a few updates, but the real notable update is that the cart and checkout blocks are included. So um, we talked we talked about this um, months ago, right, Bob, about the potential of this coming. But um, essentially, and they have a whole separate post just on the the cart and checkout blocks. But essentially, it replaces the the current templates, or you have the option to replace the current templates with these new blocks. Um, and there's a lot you can do with them. They're clearly still in a developmental stage, um, but they're, you know, you install the plugin, you can play around with them and see how they look. They actually have redesigned the cart and checkout screens, um, you know, quite a bit. Cause they said, if we're going to rebuild this, why not make it nicer, which it does look nice. So, uh, but what's really, to me, what really is fascinating about this is this is one of the first significant, um, you know, block integrations I've seen outside of what I would call like a, a, a piece of content, right? So this is like a cart and a checkout is it's not a post. It's not an article. It's not, you know, a page. It is a, a template that is required for you to, you know, go through the checkout process and the pay 
um, and they're integrating blocks into this. So that's pretty pretty significant in my mind to see that, especially from a, a you know a, a massive product like uh, WooCommerce. So um, I think this is really going to start kicking the door open on what you know we can w- you know what we can do with blocks outside of just traditional content pages in posts. Um, so I'm really excited to see this. I have not had a chance to play around with it, but they have a really lengthy blog post that kind of digs into all the details about what it can do and what's coming and what to expect and wh- what you should and shouldn't use on production and things like that. Obviously, always be careful <laughs> if you're going to roll this out. Production, you might want to wait a little bit since this is the first release, but uh, pretty cool. I mean, have you guys seen it? What do you what do you think? Have you had a chance to play with it at all? I'll let Robert go first. Yeah, so I'm I did not uh, use it in production or in in testing. I'm just like um um saw it in the community chat was uh, was spoke about and um I also like uh, follow the WooCommerce uh, news closely. So um for me it's like um the full site editing plus that um th- so there is a so sorry for going off rail here. So there is a a, a shopping uh, system in 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 Germany which is like which got got a lot of ground. And they um, were really good um, helping users to have a one uh, overarching like um, selling a, 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 um, a feeling. Like you have a, you could like have a post and products in that, and to really help people with the like the most used publishing system on the planet to enable them to have an easy checkout, to have an easy product page, to have a like really good, not, not like not a product page, not a simple, boring product page. Just imagine uh, um, like a page about like the spring with like products that you sell for this like uh, occasion and then uh, link to a very stylish, uh, very good um checkout page that you really can design and can you can add new things without going to this horrible things called php or to like this uh, mixed php html stuff which scares people off so um i'm not dig deep into that but i'm like i cannot wait to have that in core or in woocommerce core yeah that's what i was thinking when i i i dabbled in it just a bit i meant to write a post on it and everything kind of got sidetracked but it's it's something that I've heard over and over and not just on this podcast, uh, just people I talking to me all the time asking me, when's that block going to show up for the cart and checkout? And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it, it, I think it was inevitable. And br- like Brad said, I think we talked on a recent podcast with, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of who was, who it was. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but it was, he does a checkout plugin. So this was something of interest and it was cool to hear his feedback on. And then back in, I think, I believe the end of last year, we had somebody from WooCommerce talking more about the blocks and this was brought up as well. So I think we knew it was on horizon. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it's cool. You know, it's like somebody just asked me the other day in a a post interview and it wasn't specifically about uh, WooCommerce, but it was about WordPress, and they said, "What do you, what do you um, see the future of WordPress is?" I, you know, we all get asked that a million times, and I just said, "Hey, you know, I don't really, I don't predict the future. I just roll with what happens, and that's kind of what I'm looking at here, and I'm looking at how this is developing and how they're adding blocks to WooCommerce. So, yeah, cool stuff." 
They also one one other thing just to note is they kind of put they wanted to reemphasize that this is a feature plugin, um, and what that means is, you know, this is where you know future core WooCommerce features will be released, and um, so people could test it a little bit harder, um, you know, more eyeballs on it, more visibility, and then when they kind of prove that whatever it is is really solid and and ready for core, then they can merge that in the core knowing that it's been tested on a significant amount of stores. Um, and to that point, um, one of those big updates that got pulled out of the the last WooCommerce release, which was the reserve stock feature, um, which is kind of a big update because it adds a database table. And, um, but essentially, it would hold stock if you only have 10 items and 10 people are trying to buy it. It won't allow an 11th person to buy it because you're kind of holding on to that piece of stock until a certain period of time allowing you to check out. And after a while, we'll release it back so someone else could buy it. So that's in here now. Um, so they can kind of uh, really run it through the grinder, really test it, make sure it's solid because that's a big update. Anytime you're messing with the database, um, that can have big implications, especially on really large stores. Um, so now people can test that out and then eventually it will make its way back into WooCommerce core. So I'm glad they've kind of reemphasized that because uh, the idea of feature plugin just, it makes me feel better about those when those big features make it into core, you know, it's been more thoroughly tested and I think it helps everyone sleep a little bit better at night. So, so pretty significant update, a lot going on there. So you have to check out the post. Well, I'm not sure if anybody has any announcements. Do you have anything exciting going on, Robert, in your your um, part of the world coming up? Anything that you want to share? Yeah, we have just uh, the the biggest WordCamp um, um, to the planet, like Europe, this coming this week, and uh, you have um, like a history writing thing in in Europe. It's it's the first um, virtual contributor day ever in the wordpress project so just imagine if you heard about the contributor day and there is a like accessibility day coming up in the in october i think just imagine every wordpress make team is like scheduled to be in slack helping people to onboard giving giving them small tasks just imagine a small uh wordpress contributor day globally at the same time so as I said, uh, history writing things uh, in the community, in the WordPress community, and um, otherwise, um, yeah, just um, enjoying uh, the growth of the mentorship and the growth of the meetups, and to see like them uh, 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 fur- flourish from from the um, like empty spaces where we had in our in our schedule in our like uh, a sheet, seeing them like um, having active meetups and supporting them. It's a real pleasure. Very cool. Brad, anything going on in your part of the world? Um, no, I mean, I, I plan to definitely check out WordCamp EU. Um, it's, it's kind of unfortunate we can't be there, um, but given the circumstances, it's also amazing that this is freely available, going to be streaming online. So a lot more people are going to be able to see this content in real time um, and even after, um, you know, than, than traditionally. So um, a lot of great presentations. Like you said, the contributor day is going to be super interesting. Um, to see how that goes. And that might be, you know, um, I, I would expect more and more camps to follow along. I know WordCamp US is also going to be virtual um, in the fall. So, uh, but these are the big ones. So these are the fun ones. I want to jump in and interact and try to get the most out of it as I can, just like I would if I was there. So, yeah, but, but also, also the small ones are interesting. So, uh, last weekend was WordCamp Kent, and you had like a small, a small WordPress meetup with um, volunteers from India. 
with like uh, speakers uh, from all from all over the place. So just as a as a possibility to have this online events is really like helping everyone succeed because it's a uh, it's just like um, it's just a, a window a window away in your browser. And the benefit is uh, uh, no no flights, no flight mm -hmm. costs, no hotels, no jet lag. Exactly. Very cool. Well, I don't have. Uh, I, I will. I will give a little hint. And this, I'm not going to hold myself to it, but I am possibly working on a uh, WooCommerce online course for my site, and I'm kind of milling that around in my head right now, and probably be starting it soon. So I'll follow up on that. And on the personal side, I just have to say this: this is. June 4th, this is a date that podcast will be going out. And on that date, my wife and I, Judy, and we are celebrating 37 years of marriage. Wow. So, um, Congrats. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well, Brad, uh, why don't you go ahead and wrap up for us here? Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely want to thank our, our sponsors, WooCommerce uh, at WooCommerce.com as our community sponsor. Maybe you've heard of them because that's all we usually talk about. <laughs> so check them out. Uh, WPActivityLog.com, also a sponsor as well and has been for a number of episodes. Great way to track uh, things that are happening on your site, content changes. Um, it's always good to know when something changes, why, how, who did it. And this is uh, essentially tracks that and helps you find it out. Um, and recapture at recapture.io, which is a great way to integrate some abandoned cart um, functionality into your website. So someone puts some items in their cart and they leave, Re you can reach out to them, maybe give them a coupon code, entice them to come back and finish that purchase, and it works. So if you're not doing abandoned cart at all, uh, it's a quick and easy thing to integrate, and you will get conversions that you otherwise might have lost. So definitely go check them out at recapture.io. And Robert, where can people find you on the web? Yeah, the one way would be like come into the uh, WooCommerce community Slack. Uh, I'm around there. Um, my uh, name is uh, Nullbyte, Nullbytes there. And on the same on Twitter, Nullbytes, and in the WordPress community, Nullbyte, and, um, uh, which is like programming, like nerdy stuff. It's the reason behind that. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm everywhere around and... Um, Like if you see a avatar wearing a straw hat, then you found me. Look for the hat. Excellent. Well, again, thank you for taking the time to join us today, Robert. Always a pleasure. And we encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. If you're into Woo News, uh, subscribe to that podcast on my site or the weekly newsletter I have going out. Until next week. Make sure you do the woo.